This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hi, it's Claire Kimball here, the founder of The Squiz. This week marks six years of putting out The Squiz Today podcast, and I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening. If you love what we do, and we hope you do, please tell your friends about us. It's all the birthday present we could ever need. Good morning, I'm Alex Ty. And I'm Alice Dempster. It's Tuesday the 5th of September. In your Squiz today, Ukraine's defence ministry gets a reshuffle. Qantas apologises to its investors. The RBA meets this afternoon. And mango season might be a fizzer. This is your Squiz today. It's day 559 of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and President Volodymyr Zelensky has dismissed his defence minister. Alexei Reznikov has been shown the door due to corruption at the Defence Ministry. Yeah, but we should say, Alex, that Reznikov hasn't been accused of corruption himself, but there have been scandals this year around overpriced winter jackets, as well as the military paying above the market price for eggs. Those scandals happening on Reznikov's watch were enough to raise questions about him remaining in the role. Reznikov, of course, isn't as well known internationally as Zelensky is, but it's worth noting that he has been a crucial part of Ukraine's war effort. He's been credited with lobbying and coordinating the supply of Western weapons to Ukraine's army. And so when Zelensky announced Reznikov's dismissal, he also noted that Reznikov's really been leading those defence efforts for the whole war. But he says that it's time for the ministry to try new approaches. And new approaches, by the way, does not mean a new approach to the war or the battlefield strategy, which is being overseen by a commander in the military. And Alice, while we're checking in on Ukraine, that battlefield strategy has yielded some success this week, with Ukraine's army claiming that they've broken through the front line of Russia's southern defences. Yeah, that's right. And it came as their counteroffensive slowly continues to push Russian forces out of southern Ukraine. Ukrainian military officers are hoping that now that first line of defence has been breached, the second and third lines will be easier and faster to break. And military officials have also said that if that turns out to be the case, that those second and third lines are easier to break, then the momentum of the counteroffensive should pick up from here. Qantas had a bumpy, bumpy week last week, and yesterday the company issued an apology to its investors. Yeah, Qantas did have a tricky week, Alex. Our consumer and competition regulator, the ACCC, launched legal action. It accused Qantas of selling tickets for more than 8,000 flights that had already been cancelled in mid-2022. And the airline's also been at the centre of a political dispute. The Albanese government has been facing questions about why it rejected Qatar Airways from scheduling more flights to capital cities in Oz. That move's been broadly seen as protecting Qantas from market competition. And yesterday, PM Anthony Albanese denied that he'd been lobbied by Qantas over that decision. In its note yesterday to investors, Qantas referenced its issues, saying that the allegation over selling tickets to cancelled flights came at a time when Qantas's reputation had already been hit hard on several fronts. The company went on to say that it will take time to repair and we are absolutely determined to do that. 
It is RBA Day once again, Alice. The Reserve Bank Board is meeting this afternoon at 2.30pm for another decision on the official cash rate. So the consensus this time around is that the bank probably won't raise the cash rate today, and that would mean a third straight month at 4.1%. The board will be considering the latest inflation data when it considers its decision today. We received that data last week, and it showed that the monthly inflation rate had dropped to 4.9% in July, which is a 17-month low, Alex. Mm. And of course, that's still way above the 2 to 3% inflation target that the RBA sets. We've mentioned that target rate a few times now. And that has some economists thinking that there could be a rate rise coming up in November. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But the other thing to note about today's meeting is that it is the last for Philip Lowe. Next month, he is being replaced as Governor of the Reserve Bank by Michelle Bullock. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. Alice, imagine my delight going into the supermarket and seeing that it is mango season already. (laughs) But then imagine my shock when I saw that mangoes were $6 each. Yeah, crazy expensive, Alex. And look, it's really early in the season and mangoes are always most expensive at this time of year. But there have been concerns that this year's harvest might not live up to expectations at all. Experts say that mangoes need some chilly weather at night to flower and mango farmers in Queensland say that this year's warm winter means those colder nights didn't happen frequently enough. One farm manager in Queensland says that his 18,000 trees are sitting at around 30% of the normal yield. That is absolutely terrible news for mango lovers everywhere. (laughs) And the Bureau of Meteorology has also said that we can expect a couple of warm years coming up, so... Pavlova might be cancelled. <laughs> Succession fans got a little hit of sugar this week, Alice, when show creator Jesse Armstrong confirmed that Logan Roy had meant to underline Kendall's name to be his successor in that last season, rather than crossing it out. Look, Alex, much to my disgrace, I'm going to have to admit that I am one of the odd people out in our office who has not seen Succession. (gasps) In fact, I might be the only person in our entire team who hasn't seen Succession. So I'm going to handball this one straight back to you to explain today. (laughs) You know what, Alice, that is actually excellent for you because you get to watch Succession for the first time. And a few spoilers here. There is a document in the final season that names Kendall as the next CEO of the company, but it has some pen on the page that could be an underline or it could be Logan striking out Kendall's name. And what Armstrong said is that the line started below Kendall's name and it wouldn't have done that if he'd meant to cross it out. Alice, I know that was a lot of words, but you will understand when you watch the show. And you'll love it. You'll you'll get it. It's absolute red meat for the fan base. <laughs> Another teaser for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Squiz the day, Alice. We mentioned it earlier, but we'll hear the results from that RBA meeting at 2.30pm this afternoon sharp. And today we're also due to get a report into concussions in contact sports as well. That's the result of a Senate inquiry, which has been running for the past few months. And that is it for us today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back with you tomorrow. G'day, Kate Watson here. I'm the host of Weekly Wrap and News Club, a place for conversations about the news. It's budget week, so I'm here to tell you about our News Club episode from last week where Claire chatted with James Chessel. He's the former Managing Director of Publishing at Nine Entertainment. He was also a staffer earlier in his career, so they have a good chat about how the budget sausage is made. Here's a small snippet. The most important policy or set of policies the government will announce every year. So it's important that it's not um, announced willy-nilly, although mm. they do leak <laughs> a, a fair amount of it. Yeah. And there is a famous time when a, when um, Laurie Oakes, the nine journalist, got his hand on the budget papers b- the day before the budget and was it's able to such print. such an incredible story. Was able to print a lot of it, um, which was, you know, absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is... A lot of what the Treasurer will announce has the ability to move markets, yeah. um, direct impact on on businesses and, and other organisations. So, you know, there does need to be some rigour and uh, confidence that it will be handed, handled in an appropriate, appropriate way. For more on that chat, just search for News Club in your podcast app or follow the link in your episode notes.